0: Hello, everybody. My name is Brett Wilson, and I'm here as always with Jacob Reese. Um, we are incredibly late. We had some scheduling issues, and then some sickness issues, and then some internet issues all in the last month since we were supposed to post. So, and then actually on Thursday or Tuesday, I'm like, we're gonna have it posted by Friday. Then we went. Then when we went to record on Friday, we had more internet issues. So, promise you, we're not just neglecting our podcast duties. It's just not working how it should work. So, um, now on the topic of our actual podcast, i got a funny story to tell you, not really funny. Um, yesterday I deleted our corporate Google accounts because we were paying for them but we didn't just didn't use enough of it. Uh, we did use Drive for a bunch of different documents and I used our Drive for personal documents too. But I downloaded, I synced my entire Drive to an external Drive. Um, before I deleted so I had all my data. But what Google fails to tell you is that these little documents in your Google Drive folder that are stored locally that say .gdoc are actually just links to google to google.com. So when you close a Google account, those also go away, which they fail to tell you and it's kind of deceitful on their on your little folder thing when it shows them as actual documents. Well, they probably tell you, we so just didn't read. So in it. the fine print it's ridiculous. This is like, this is your data. They should be a little bit more, and they should download it to your hard drive. Like, what's the point of locally downloading them if they're just links to the internet? So, a little annoyed. So, we're kind of going off script for this podcast. Uh, we And I won't have an outline for you either for this one. So, just kind of try to bear with us. Um, we're kind of transitioning. And along with this huge gap in, um, time and when we're recording and stuff we're trying to work out a solution so that we can um, actually record like on location somewhere like to where we're actually in the same room instead of trying to do it over the internet so that's what we're working on Um, but today we're going to talk about some Nintendo Switch stuff um, some Nvidia stuff some AMD stuff and as always some rumors so Yes, We're going to get into it. Jacob, would you like to start with your NVIDIA topics?
1: So NVIDIA, um, for anybody that's a a PC builder or is in that kind of market area, uh, this past week was pretty exciting. Um, NVIDIA, I think it's been at least eight months, um, announced the GTX 1080 Ti, which is supposed to outperform the Titan X... Uh, it's supposed to outperform basically every single card. It's it's Nvidia's new flagship. Besides, like their uh their their niche cards like the Quadros and the Tesla cards, um, which are mainly used for editing. Um, but it it's just it's been an exciting week because Nvidia finally announced that, and everybody has been waiting for it. Um, personally. I can't buy one because I don't have the type of money, but I'm excited because that means the 1080s and the 1070s and the 60s and 50s. um, Everything's going to come down in price.
0: That's always a good thing. Yes. Speaking
1: of competition on the market with price coming down, um, AMD released their Ryzen, which is on their Zen architecture.
0: Uh, Okay, now... You AMD people are going to get mad at me for saying this, and Jacob corrects me too, but I feel like AMD's just trying to play catch-up with Intel right now.
1: A lot of performance on my CPU, and so I got an i5 now if i were to be building something and i i I you got a high-end
0: i-5 i-5 you don't have one of the low ends. you got a high-end i-5 yes
1: i um at the time the uh i think it's the 4690k was the highest one you could purchase um and i i I personally had a budget of a thousand bucks and i was willing to put willing to put money into that now let's say you are somebody that has like 400 bucks for $500. AMD their niche for a long time has really been the low end. And when I say low end, I don't mean like bad hardware, crappy hardware. I mean like just people that aren't they don't quite have enough to spend a 1000 bucks on a computer. I mean they I mean like me, I sold a laptop and a 3D printer to get more than 3 quarters of mine. Um now, my budget, and Brett can vouch for me on that. But yeah, <laughs> um, AMD had a lot of chips that competed with thing the, the the i3 and the Pentiums. They were they were just. It's all about the Pentium. Super, yeah. They were just they were just <laughs> super clocked, uh, low end chips that you could buy for. I think. I mean, I think I've seen AMD chips for as low as like eighty bucks. I mean. They are Which that you should you
0: need that lower end market so that yeah. because I mean not everybody yeah. needs, you know, an I5 or an I7. Yeah, like my brother, all my brother in-
1: really uses his computer for
0: is gaming and web browsing, And he has an well, I3. And even more than that, beyond just you know, actual like PC enthusiasts, beyond that, there's um people in developing markets that can't necessarily afford like like an orphanage, Jake and I go to. Or um, every year, they are not going to pay for massively powerful computers for their orphans to um, do homework on, right? Yeah, you I mean, don't need dumb. you don't need an i five. So you, that's why or, the pentium is still around. Yeah, because I mean, places like that, the pentium is amazing. It's more than they need. Yeah. So, and that's really that's why.
1: Brett, your statement is, it's very much how you look at it in the technical aspect of it. But yeah. um, this is supposed to, there's Zen, I think the 1800X,
0: let's just do a quick web. Which if you don't know the architecture wise, um, it's like when you see things brought out from Intel, Haswell, Cabby Lake, Sky Lake, all those kind of things. Um, so it's just different naming structure because it's a different company.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, the Cabulake Lake um, processor chip series, or architecture, is Intel's current and latest. Um, the, uh, so the Ryzen's have um, the Zen core architecture, uh, which is supposed to kind of go up and with, compete with the i7s um, in the superclocked i7s. Um,
0: Jacob, um that we were is, trying to that is, this Friday, he compared it to the extreme. Remember? Yes. The yes, that, that was like mistake. thousands and thousands of dollars. I did not
1: realize how expensive that was, but um, they just uh the Ryzen 1800 X uh is their highest chip right now from the Zen line, and there's already motherboards out for it. Um, its specs: it's got eight cores, sixteen threads. Um, it can turbo up to four gigahertz. I believe it's unlocked. So you, if you get a air cooler um, or a non-stock cooler, anything really more than a stock cooler, you could probably put some extra. When I say extra, I mean you could probably get a full gigahertz out of that. Um, but it's supposed to really give Intel a run for their money. And the highest one currently costs, uh, let's see. I want to buy one. I'm from North America, from Amazon. Five hundred dollars,
0: I think. Um, or four ninety nine, something like that. It's expensive. Let's see. But it's there nothing close to Intel's uh, extreme processors, <laughs> which are uh, what we looked at them. What seventeen hundred dollars for for an i seven I- extreme?
1: Yeah, five hundred bucks for the Ryzen eighteen hundred X. yeah, it was it was like fifteen, sixteen hundred bucks. Um, but that's what they're gonna give you. It's five hundred bucks and the, a current cabby lake, um, lake i seven is gonna be three fifty. So That just shows you the, and and let's see, let's go back to um, uh, components. I'm currently on AMD's website. Um, I'm just going to do a Google search again. I don't want to navigate their site right now. Um, Ryzen 7. But essentially, I believe the low-end processor of the Ryzen, Uh, is it the 1600? Um, but basically that's their low-end one, and I believe that's probably about 250. And their low-end chip is supposed to compete with the i7, Intel's flagship. Yeah. So, that just shows you that AMD is really trying to push, um... They're 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 trying to uh, make a comeback on the market, um, but I personally, um, I could care much 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 less about uh, the Ryzen.
0: Um, you could care much less.
1: I no, I don't <laughs> care. I do not care as much as most people for the Ryzen seven because honestly, I'm Intel e- person. I'm excited. Yes, I'm an Intel Nvidia brand loyalist. Um, because honestly, I've just had, um, it's I had the
0: last laptop with an it with an AMD processor. Yeah, I've, right? ha,
1: I've had issues with AMD processors and graphics cards, um, just not giving the performance that I want out of them. Now that might have been because I just had bad, both. But I mean, the AMD ah. <laughs> Well, the AMD A8, I don't believe, was necessarily a bad processor. Now, they did tend to get hot. and It was in a laptop, so that was probably not the best combination. But I did have – I had an external cooler on my laptop, and the way I say that
0: – A jerry-rigged external cooler on his laptop. It's not jerry-rigged. It was very professionally yes. done. It was they were, soldered. They were, they were internal computer fans that were set up onto external or uh, bricks, right? No, it was
1: a it was it was a blower fan that I had professionally soldered. In fact, I used the NASA. Um, NASA has a uh, there's a wire pairing type thing that you do where you like splay the ends, you shove them together, and then you twist them, um, and then you solder that. I mean, I did a very professional solder do- job. I mean, it, it was it was nice. I put heat shrink over it. It looked very clean and professional. Except I had four stress balls that were holding out my laptop. <laughs> um, and then I had it blow under. And it was... It, it later, worked. It worked. Because I got... I mean, I got 3.8 gigahertz out of that laptop. And now
0: you see Jacob set up now with just two twenty-four 24-inch Dells with a Intel i5. and
1: with, with a mid-tower off to the side that glows blue in
0: the middle of the night.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so... Switching gears entirely. Nintendo Switch. Nintendo I might Switch. actually get
1: to use one. I really want Not to. Not at
0: Best Buy. Well, they're sold out everywhere. Except... So you had to have pre-ordered it.
1: Apparently, there's a church by me that did. Okay. So I might be attending their Wednesday night. That sounds really bad. I, I am Jacob, I, have, I gonna have go to, to the Wednesday church.
0: night church yes. just to play. The, I have been the to this switch. church before. <laughs> I
1: have been to this church before on Wednesday nights, um, because it's probably about five minutes down the road. But um <laughs> his incentive this week is
0: for the switch. Yes. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, um But yeah. I, the one thing that frustrates get get me one. is there's like no titles available at launch and I st- it, yeah, doesn't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. That it, no, there's not. There's really not very many of Nintendo's. Mario
1: Kart 8 Deluxe and Zelda. That's all not, you need.
0: No, Mario Kart 8 doesn't come out for a little while. It doesn't? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I thought but, that was like the big
1: release game.
0: Well, well, it's whatever. Zelda, Zelda and ah. one 2 switch. Yes. And I think that I don't, it doesn't really bother me that Nintendo doesn't have high end hardware. Um, it doesn't bother me that much because it's Nintendo and it's there. It's like, um, It's there so you have fun. And as long as the game is fun...
1: We talked about this on our last attempt um, at this podcast, but (laughs) Casey Neistat, we we figured it out, but uh, Casey Neistat in one of his videos was at a preview event, and he said, I'm so happy and ready for this console to come out because never once here did I hear the specs. It's supposed to be better than X it's gonna outperform whatever he said they marketed it towards having fun with your friends which is what game which is it's
0: what consoles
1: should be having fun with your friends well, there's not
0: it's a, a place for the high-end consoles and then there's also a place for the switch yeah um i
1: mean it's basically an over glorified ds which i love the ds i still have my ds Lite from my childhood um <laughs> Those things were built like tanks. Oh my goodness! I probably dropped um, that downstairs too many times.
0: But I just, you know, it's again, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. If it's expensive, it's ridiculously expensive. It's three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars for a Nintendo console—that's expensive. No, that's um, about what they've cost. But that's the same as an Xbox. Mm, not most people. If they—that's very close to the Xbox pricing, and a lot of people will be like, you know. So Nintendo Switch, which has Mario Kart and Zelda versus Xbox, which has Call of Duty. Um,
1: Like you said, said, there's a niche, there's high-end, and then there's the Switch. The Xbox and PS4 are probably going to be games that somebody that genuinely wants a Switch probably are not old enough to play.
0: Well, I genuinely want to switch, but I don't want to pay for a switch. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's the case with a lot of things. But um, I do think it's going to be a kind of a turning point for Nintendo, though. Their last console was pretty crappy um, because I figured it out. The Wii U, you, everybody else probably knew this. I didn't. But the Wii U, you could play the Wii U on the tablet mode, but only if you were in your home. So you couldn't take the Wii U with you anywhere. So that's kind of what Nintendo, and it's—I think it may actually spark a few more copycats off of the Switch's design, the convertible design. Yeah. To be able to take your home console games and click it out of the of the of the dock and take it with you is pretty big. And now I still don't understand why the consoles like the Xbox are so big. I don't understand that. Um, I know it needs a disc drive and all that kind of stuff, but I mean things are so small now that. I feel like they're massive, and um, I think the new convertible market will expand. Mm -hmm. So, um, iPhone 8.
1: The rumors are real. Hopefully. USB-C,
0: they're supposedly ditching the lightning. I actually heard today that they won't ditch lightning, but they'll they'll change uh, to USB-C on the cable. For the other end? Yeah. Lightning is a pretty cool connector. I just wish everything would go to the same connector. Um, yes, why can't we just... <sighs> why didn't we go to USB-C a long time ago?
1: Yeah, because it existed in what, like 2013?
0: USB-C or Thunderbolt. Like, come on.
1: Just pick one. And USB-C is... The only reason it does not. it's not on paper better than Thunderbolt is because Thunderbolt can do displays and stuff.
0: Yeah. So... You, but and there's also supposed to be a bezel-less display and no home button. So we're not going to talk too in depth about the rumors because we don't. We want to have some some stuff to talk about when it comes out. It's supposed to be thinner. Um, well, everything's supposed to be thinner. Every every single iPhone. I really wish they'd get up on stage and be like, "So we made the iPhone thicker and put a bigger battery in." You know why? Courage. That's what I wanted yeah. to do.
1: <laughs> that we was like the my headphone favorite app jack on away.
0: The You know why? Because courage—it's courage. <laughs> like my favorite iPhone release release quote. He just—he got up there so sure, and he's like, "So, there's a reason why we took off the headphone jack, right?" And uh, he didn't get
1: much applause. Courage, as
0: I remember, he it's did like, not get much. Because <laughs> everybody's like, "Dude, this is stupid." See, Apple—you know—notice when Apple removed the optical drive, other companies followed. No, really, no mainstream laptop now has a has an optical drive apple removed the headphone jack every flagship device that came out this year had a headphone jack so it's like the rest of the industry is rebuking what they did and being like like, we think
1: this is stupid stupid.
0: so you know why
1: you know why they did it to encourage the use of either airpods
0: Or or,
1: or dongles yes
0: well wait wait not dongles adapters yes they're adapters because Apple doesn't want to call them dongles. And Apple would be so much cooler if they just called the dongle a dongle. So um, we should have a counter in our podcast. How many times do we say the word dongle in one podcast? When we're talking about Apple. Um, yes, everything with Apple has to do with adapters now. It's like, hey, I'm going to go buy a new MacBook Pro. Well, make sure you buy the dongles to go with it. I'm going to go buy a new iPhone. Make sure you get the right adapters. I'm gonna go get an iPad. Well, you gotta get an adapter for that. Like everything, and an <laughs> like, Apple pencil. Everything with Apple, yeah. And you have to have an adapter to charge the Apple pencil with a with a cable. Thank you, guys, all for listening this week. Um, share us with your friends. Leave us your feedback at elementarycomputer.com um, and the contact us page. We we'll put in the subject something about the podcast, um, and I always read those. Um, just you know, anything you want us to talk about in the podcast, you can leave there too. Thank you very much and we will see you in our next episode. Have a great day.